Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? So our guest today is Dominique. And this is awkward on my part. Like I saw the person sign up and I was just like, I cannot remember where and how I asked them, but found out that she's from Twitter. So thank you, Dominique, for accepting our podcast invite. You're so welcome. So to kick things off, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? So I am, again, I'm Dominique at Miss Prototype on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and that's Miss Prototype with a three at the end, just in case. And um, I am a mother. I am a nurse. Um, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. So, you know, I, yeah, I am very involved, like just with um, just overall women's health. Um, I really think that I'm a birth worker and it's my responsibility to care for, you know, other women in that vulnerable time. Um, I just really kind of pride myself on just being like a happy-go-lucky type of person. Um, you know, I've been through a lot of things, but I don't try to wear, you know, the things that I've been through on my sleeve. Um, I enjoy traveling, hanging with my kids, things like that. And I also do podcasting as well with my best friend. So that's like one of my hobbies and that I'm doing right now. I'm trying to figure that world out. So I was really excited for you guys to reach out to me because, I mean, I don't on Twitter, I don't know if I'm really entertaining, but I do like I say a little <laughs> shock things, has some things say a little, you know, for shock value, but it's a really cool space and I really, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on your podcast. You're too too true fish. That's you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm making the connection. <laughs> it's all together, right? like, there's a reason that I asked you. I think you had mentioned a tweet. You mentioned a tweet about something. I'm gonna have to find it. And then guys, when I find that tweet, <laughs> I'll let y'all know. But <laughs> all right, so we are going to get into things. What is your marital status? So I am currently single, divorcee. Okay. How long were you married? Um, I was married for well, let me go back. I am single, but I am in a situationship as well, relationship. We're moving to a relationship, I should say. Okay. Um, but I was married for eight years in total. Um, but I was with the person for 13 years altogether. Okay. Yes. Um, got with him at 19 years old. He was 12 years older than I was. And... <laughs> <laughs> sorry that is 
Go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, so got with him at um, 19 years old and, you know, went with things and, you know, um, got married. I think I was 23 or 24, something like that. And um, by the time I hit 30, I just was like, this is not the life that I want to live anymore. So it was just time to like, let it go. How did you guys meet? So we worked in like the same vicinity. So I worked, um, I was doing retail at the time, Banana Republic, and he was a small business owner and like just frequent the mall that I worked in. Um, and then he had, we had a mutual friend um, and just, he kind of like prepped her to talk to me, but mm -hmm. those are the type of things that you don't like really realize until like later on down the line, the whole setup. So right. um, we just became, you know, started hanging out and things like that. And I was, you know, thought I was grown. So I'm, you know, dating this grown man because he was 30 at the time. So yeah it's not your fault it's never you it's always the older person sorry this yeah, is my absolutely. little soapbox but like <laughs> there's something about people who get with barely adults that just grinds my gears like completely, completely. yeah when you sit back and think about it 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 is really weird it really is yeah but yeah, that's my little soapbox. Sorry. Um, yeah. So you guys were together for about four or five years before you guys got married. What was the relationship like when he, um, when you guys were getting towards proposal? Like, had you talked about getting married or was it like a surprise? Um, it was, it was a surprise. And only because like we talked about marriage but more so from like a standpoint of like what if never really anything concrete because again I was 19 I had a daughter so I had my daughter at 17 so I was mm -hmm. already a mom again like I was walking in the role of like being you know a grown woman yeah. I had a child here if I was in college but when I got pregnant um with my son he did it when I was pregnant. And I feel like part of it was um, maybe guilt because he had a child from a prior, you know, uh, relationship mm -hmm. as well. And I feel like it was more so of um, kind of like, I don't want to leave another kid without, you know, you know, I don't want to make a have another kid and I'm not married, but also like his friends and everybody like started getting married. So I feel like it was more so of a, I'm gonna go ahead and just marry her but like marriage really wasn't on my radar at the time I was 19 I was like I was a baby yeah people in my like my mom had been married twice before um but like anybody really like in my world where I come from you know they just had kids and they might have stayed with somebody for a long time or whatever but it wasn't like oh you gotta get married before you have kids or you gotta get married you gotta get married it wasn't really like preached to me you know okay. yeah so even like growing up was marriage something that you're just like ooh, one day i'm gonna get married or it's like eh, whatever um it was an idea you know it's like mm -hmm. i think it's uh it's a idea of that's what we're supposed to do you know grow up get married have kids 
but it wasn't like I have a best friend like that was her goal she had a wedding date in her head when we were in the ninth grade right so I was not that person I was like if it happens it happens and then by me having a kid so young I definitely was just like okay like it's just me and my kid like it it doesn't really Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't really matter but getting with him and you know he played along with the game of what he thought I wanted and so he proposed and he actually proposed twice with two different rings and then we actually waited um so my son I had I was pregnant and he proposed to me so that had to be 2007 but we didn't get married until 2011 so we still waited some time because Mm-hmm. There was roller coaster, roller coaster issues, problems, and you know, we just kept going with it because we thought that's what we had to do. I'm not going to skip over the fact that you said he proposed twice with two different yeah. rings. Yeah. I I need the story. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> From the <laughs> so he proposed once and had the ring and everything, and then. I think I, we broke up for some reason. I can't even remember. It's been so long ago. We broke yeah. up. I gave him a ring, told him I didn't want to do it anymore. And then I would say maybe like six months later, he came back with a completely different ring. And the only reason why I know it's a different ring is it was, it, it had the same um, three stones, but they were smaller. And I was like, <laughs> oh. Uh oh. He was like, I told you I, I pawned the other one. And I was like, well, you should have got me a different a different design or something. But Completely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so couldn't yeah. afford the first one, so he had to take it back. <laughs> you can come back smaller, man. Come on. You gotta come back bigger. But it's okay. Yeah, well, by the time we got married, he did. I had, I've had, I had four rings in that in that marriage, so I'm not even. <laughs> four rings, and you didn't even hit ten years. I mean, you're you're winning. <laughs> how did you introduce? How did you introduce him to family, friends? Um, we just like in the beginning, we were very. He was like, he was on me. So he just, we just started hanging out and started coming around. And I'm I'm the type of person when I do date, like I like to draw my person in, right? So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to invite you to the family functions and things like that. And um, at the time, it was like really just me and my mom living in a house. So he just, I think after we went out one night, he just came in and I introduced them. And um, I more so hung like with him and his family a lot because my family is really really small and we Mm -hmm. didn't really do a lot of like functions and things at the time but um that it really was just like my mom my best friend um my brothers were both living um out of state as well so it wasn't more so of me bringing him in it was more him taking me over there and like Mm-hmm. create a whole nother world again what a lot of older men do they kind of isolate you <laughs> see your eyes like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it wasn't a pattern we wouldn't notice it like exactly. they do this exactly. <laughs> yep <laughs> 
So when you were introducing, being introduced to his family and introducing him to yours, were there any conflict in that? Or was everybody kind of just like, oh, we're getting along well? So my mother comes from a line of her family. Everyone dates older. So it wasn't abnormal. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. His family, ironically, we met, um, like we were out going to lunch one day and we ran into one of his aunts and he lied to his aunt about my age because he was like, that just... How bad? He told, it was just a year. He was like, I just feel weird saying 19 to my aunt. So he was like, oh yeah, she's 20, blah, 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 whatever. (laughs) You can't tell your aunt, you shouldn't do it. (laughs) I'm sorry. And then we're fine fine because there's all the stuff that I've like say now, of course. But um like once I started coming around, like more of his well, when I finally started really coming around, his aunt was like, I knew that girl wasn't no (laughs) damn. His aunt like really like put it together, but everybody was just kind of. I think because I had a kid, the mm-hmm. blow did it so bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then honestly, at that time, things. So I feel like over the last couple years, we've all collectively, maybe as a community, started just looking at the predatory actions of men yes. mm-hmm. so at that time in 2004 and 5 it was still like mm-hmm, okay but now that i have a 19 year old daughter in 2023 i would i would try to shoot a 30 year old man trying to date my daughter because <laughs> what in the hell do you want with my 19 year old baby you know so it was i think it was a different time and they just went along with it honestly mm-hmm yeah so did you guys have a wedding did you guys elope go to the courthouse bro we had a wedding and i mean a wedding people still talking about wedding (laughs) so (laughs) and um when we finally decided to get married i was at a state where i was like listen all right we're just gonna go ahead and do it because you proposed to me years ago we've been just engaged 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 so Let's just go ahead and do it. Um, I was like close to like being finished um, college or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I told him, I'm like, let's just do something small and intimate. Um, we had at the time we had our kids in private school. So like bills were kicking our ass. And I'm like, let's just go to the courthouse and let's just do a dinner. And I don't know, like, again, like I said, I think because all of his friends were getting married, he had an image of a grand wedding in his head and that is what happened like 300 guests we had it at this really big mansion the food was amazing like the dj like wow. we had an after at the wedding where we ordered more food to get catered to come to the wedding so the wedding was really 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 fun <laughs> so yes i did I had a full wedding i didn't have a honeymoon though classic fun <laughs> he got what he wanted what i want because I wanted to just, I, if I could have, I would have just got married at the courthouse and went on a really nice honeymoon and then came came home and did like a little dinner or something. But mm-hmm. he wanted grandiose. That wedding sounds huge, not, but also like the best. It, it, was, it was fun. 
Um, but looking back, I was not happy that day. Yeah. So although it was fun, it was um it just to me honestly it was just like a big party and it was what it was. Yeah, we we had a lot of things. Like we really shouldn't have gotten married, but we did because we again we thought it was the right thing to do. And then by the time that we spent all that money, it was no way I was gonna be like, never mind, I don't want to do this. I would do that now, right. but at something years old, you yeah. know, I'm not gonna do that. I mean, honestly, the shock of going from oh, I want a small intimate wedding, or let's go to the courthouse to three hundred people. My mind is still just like trying to compute that. Like, truly, yeah, it was definitely it was an experience. It went from it just was like a snowball. It was like, all right, okay, we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna do this, and it was like, how did we get here? So <laughs> what was planning for that? Like, um, I did it. Me and my one of my girlfriends. It was. It was a lot, but he knew like a lot of people in the city and where we got married. So the young lady at the time where the venue we got married, she kind of took care of mostly everything, like as far as the venue um, mm -hmm. and everything it was in the one setting. So we didn't have to worry about transportation. Um, okay. The only thing I had like get flowers and take it to the venue. They kind of set everything up. Um, because I was not trying to do that. I was not doing no setting up and then going somewhere and trying to get dressed. Um, so I did things the way I wanted to do them, but I just, I didn't want it to really get as big as it did. But again, we had fun. So wild. <laughs> wild and It's crazy. like I know 300 people, but I can't imagine having Yeah, um, look back at my... When you look back at my wedding videos, like you literally see like all these heads and I still look and see like, why? And most of those people <laughs> were from him. And it was him, oh, his, okay. mostly his family. Yeah, again, he was 12 years older than me. Like <laughs> we knew yeah. way more, you know, people than yeah, I did. Uh, so yeah. for his friends. <laughs> I mean, my, yep. my family is a good 100 people on my mom's side. So, like, I can see how easy it could get to 300. I just. It can I'm get to lie. 300. I was trying to get married during COVID, so I can have 12 people. <laughs> That's my dream. 12 whole people. And I'm a family of five. <laughs> if I ever do it again, I would definitely keep it small. Hopefully, I get to do it again and have it the way that, you know. Yeah, the way you want it. So after you guys had your big grand old wedding, what was that first year of marriage like? Um, I think that probably was one of the best years that we had, kind of. Um, but still very stressful. Like because we had so much already going on prior to getting married, we had mm -hmm. the family ready. It wasn't anything new necessarily. Um, I think at that age, I did think like, oh, this man is like going to be somebody different or he's going to start maneuvering different and, you know, maybe um, kind of handling certain things different, but nothing really changed, honestly. It was just, we signed a piece of paper 
and life continued to go on as as usual like i said i didn't even have a honeymoon like he couldn't even take a few days and just bask in the marriage like i think we i think we slept the whole next day and then life just happened regularly what was it like blending your families because you had a kid and then he had a kid the year to get together yeah so that probably was the most the the easiest well i'm not gonna say the easiest but because i am like a mom mom like i always had my kids um i'm the one that's like you know oh we gotta find something for them to do every weekend or whatever and now girls were um only like a year and a half apart um that part was really really easy and then just adding my son into the mix with two big sisters um and then he had again a whole lot of family so while i was like in nursing school and stuff like that he some of a lot of his family members were like you know have the kids take the kids like when there's a lot of children in a family that's they're all like the same age it's easy to just Mm -hmm. maneuver so um it was it was definitely it was easy blending the family they went to you know pretty much they didn't go to the same schools but their schools were literally right around the corner from each other so um and they were all in private school so they were all in the same you know in the same world um mm-hmm. if you will and yeah it was that was the best part and that's what kept me there um you know for a long time my children were content they were happy but the older they get, it's harder to hide things from them and they start paying attention some more. And then, you know, um, we had teenagers. So the teenagers, um, their eyes are on everything. And I really think that that's one of the things that made me start really like looking at my relationship and asking the, the real questions and the tough questions. So. The family definitely kept kept me there um, longer than probably what, you know, I would have if we didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And I didn't believe that until I experienced it. Because, you know, like, I always would say, like, oh, no, ain't no kids keeping me in. Oh, no, it, it, it will. It, it, I definitely understand people when they say I'm staying for the kids or I wanted to stay for my kids. So when did you start? realizing I know you kind of said like when they were teenagers but when did it hit you when you're just like you know what I don't think I can do this anymore um the closer I got to my 30th birthday um I realized that there were some things that I kind of like I promised myself that I would do and that I wanted um I started seeing a lot of our differences um again he was 12 years older than me so as i'm approaching um 30 he's already 40. and i don't know how old are you ladies like 30. 30. okay so there's something that men go through when they like get close to 40 that like scares them or something and we went through a lot of just you know, um, trying to figure out how to like just maneuver in that relationship. 
And when I felt like I was giving up so much more of myself than what he was, um, there was no growth. You know, like we weren't growing together. We really were growing apart. And one day we were talking and he said, um, you know, I was like, I'm just not happy. And he was like, well, I'm not responsible for your happiness. And that like opened my eyes and I was like, are absolutely right you're not responsible for my happiness I'm responsible for making myself happy first so that was like like a a shock wave that went through me and when I started like really trying to make myself happy and really just um like I I started working out I kind of became a gym rat like changed my whole world and Mm -hmm. I graduated from school so then I was now engulfed in the world of nursing and just trying to work out and do stuff with my kids i saw the connection started to there was nothing kind of like really holding us um together mm-hmm. and i just promised myself i was like you know i i've been living this life for so long with him you know with our family and if it's not really making me happy like i have to be the best woman that i can be for my kids at the time they were still you know fairly young especially my son and i'm like i don't want to see my kids see me like this i don't want my daughter to think that um you know a man should treat her you know how i felt he was treating me um and i don't want her to sacrifice her happiness just for the sake of a relationship either so i had to start living like the woman that i would want my daughter to you know admire Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what want to be like that's really what kind of like just shook me up there was no growth there we weren't growing together we were growing further apart and it was time for me to go i just did not want to live um my 20 live my 30s the way that i lived in my 20s i just wanted life to get better and I didn't yeah. see life, I didn't see the quality of my life getting better if I would have stayed in that relationship. So what was it like going through the divorce process? It was, in the beginning, um, it was very rocky. It was a lot of up and down. Um, definitely, definitely a lot of, should I really be doing this? Um mm-hmm that ironically scared that like I would never get into another relationship again um why mm-hmm. back I don't know why but at that time that's what I thought um I was embarrassed because you know people for some reason I guess we both did a good job of masking whatever we would go through in our relationship um but people like looked up to us you know, I guess as couple goals or whatever. So definitely um, had, you know, some embarrassment there. Um, But when we separated, which was actually about two to three years before our actual divorce, um, you know, we called ourselves trying to figure it out, trying to figure out how we were, you know, see if we could kind of make something work. We lived apart and then, quote unquote, still tried to date, Um, but it just wasn't working. And I just got to the point where I was like, okay, like, no, it's really time to end this. Like, stop being scared. You want to go on. 
you know, you want to, I knew that I wanted a healthy relationship. So I really had to pray and to ask God to just be like, listen, like you have to help me be stronger and really look and see that this is not working. And one of the last things, so we had a plan to buy a house. And when he, um, he changed his mind, like in the middle of this plan, like we had a plan we went back to my mom's to live and we were going to save up money and you know just do all the things and he came to me one day was like I don't want that anymore and I was like okay like I'm doing something wrong here but what do you mean you know so I just took that Mm -hmm. as he feels comfortable coming to me and saying listen that's not what I want to do he want to go against the plan so it's just time for me to just bow out this is just not it wasn't it just wasn't what I needed anymore. It wasn't what I wanted mm-hmm. anymore. It really it didn't it wasn't benefiting me in any kind of way. I was I just felt like I was taking loss after after loss. So that divorce process, it just was a roller coaster. But once I got to the point where I was really ready to file, I kind of had to play a game with him, like a friendship, like, oh, we're friends, three friends. And I asked him, I said, Hey, let's just go to the courthouse together. Um, so we can, you know, go ahead and file for divorce. I think we should go and, you know, do it together. Cause I just knew mm-hmm. that if I, I would have gotten him served, that would have yeah. hurt his ego. And that would have drawn, like make it, you know, drawn out even longer than what it had to be. And we went, we both pay out half because it's more money to get out of it than it is to get in it. We both paid sure out is. half, did everything. <clears throat> And um, I think I had a court date in probably like two or three months. And I'm so glad because it was right before COVID. I don't know oh, what wow. I would have did if I had to do <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> it was right COVID. And it literally took, I think, six months, which everybody keeps saying is the fastest divorce they ever like seen. But like we didn't have anything. I didn't want anything from him as far as child support, spousal support. I just wanted to go on with my life. Does he, does he help with the children, like the child? Um, he still does what he's supposed to do by his son. Okay. Yeah. Because I know that conversation where it's like, I don't want to put them on child support, but like, if they're helping, then you don't, there's no reason to. Yeah, at the time, um, he was doing, I mean, he, he's, he does what he can do, um, I think he can spend, I always say he can spend more time, but when it came to financially, he, I didn't have to like, you know, beg and plea or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So I just, um, because again, child support is another thing for some, for, for, especially for black men. Yeah. It bruises their ego for some reason. They think that it's us saying, I want you to take care of me, you know? So I just decided let's just not even do any of that. And I also kind of knew that it would make um, things, the process easier if we didn't mm-hmm. involve any other system or whatever, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So it was just basically a, a clean break. It was a clean break. A little bit. He got something, he got something that's on my credit that he kind of caused. But other than that, <laughs> it was a clean break. <laughs> Yeah, but that is pretty fast for a divorce to go through. People that we've it talked about, it's been like a year or 
a year or something on it, but mm -hmm. six months. It, it was really good. It was time for me to get out of that. I don't know. I, I don't know if the judge kind of felt bad for me. I don't know. <laughs> It, and it was the weirdest process because you literally go into the courtroom, you sit next to each other while well, we sat next to each other because at the time, again, like I said, I had to play the game. Like, we're friends. We yeah. left out of there. I took him to lunch and I went to work and was like, all right, buddy, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> you know, have brunch on me. It's been nice. Exactly. See you when you come pick up your son. <laughs> I feel like that's such a movie moment or something. Like it's just that's a boss moment. Like I love it. <laughs> I had to. I had to show him that's like, yeah, I told you. Like, that's it. I got nothing for you. <laughs> so you got divorced? What was going through your mind? Like, how did it feel? Did anything change inside of you? Uh, um, I definitely felt like I made a boss move for sure. I was, I really like, I felt amazing. I felt strong. Um, I felt like my, like, I just felt like I could breathe again. Like something, nothing was on me. Like I felt like I really absolutely finally was going to get a, a chance to like to live. Like I said, I was mm -hmm. with him from 19 and I just was like, wow. Like I definitely had a, a lot of days where I was like, Dang, I'm not married anymore. Like this is crazy. Cause I felt like I was like married for forever. So um, yeah, I felt strong. I was, I was just in La La Land. Um, Dating was kind of weird at first, for sure. Um, going out, you know, with people, whatever. <laughs> it just was like, I still felt like I wasn't supposed to be there. Like I was still, <laughs> like I was sneaking around or something. And I would have to always tell myself, like, it's okay. Like, you're not, you're not in that relationship anymore. But I felt like I had control of my life. And I was proud of myself. I really was. And I was able to really be myself um with my kids and you know because and I also think I grieved the marriage so much longer before the actual divorce so the mm -hmm. divorce was just like stamp and it was just okay it's finally done you know I just could breathe I was I was I was happy I've heard that that a lot of times women will grieve a relationship so that by the time the relationship ends mm -hmm. it quote unquote catches men off off guard that the relationship is ending. So they're just starting the grieving process and the woman is already just like, oh well we I did that. Cause I knew this right. wasn't gonna last. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. So um yeah, because it was a few years before. But like they say, you know, women we leave mentally before, you know, we leave physically. physically. So I, mm -hmm. I definitely checked out on him a long time ago. Cause I realized like I had to focus on me mentally, you know, I was tired of being depressed and tired of being sad. And like he said, he, it wasn't his job to make me happy. So I had to do it on my own, you know? Yeah, you went out and did the thing. So now after a few years, <laughs> so now after a few years of reflection, um, 
and you're in a new relationship, what would be, what would take you down the aisle again? Like, is there anything different that is like a must before you're like, we'll get married again? Um, or you'll get married again? True, genuine friendship. Um, I would definitely have to be friends, like best friends with my partner. And I think that's part of the, that's even part of the reason that um, the relationship that I'm in now, it is, we're, we're friends. We became friends first, like genuine friendship. Um, mm-hmm. But also someone like that is, that wants to be there, that wants to be in the relationship, that wants to be a husband. Mm-hmm. Um, because if that's not what they see themselves as, they're not going to, that's not, you know, that's not what they're going to be. I do think that um, being in that marriage and and absolutely seeing what I do not want in a man and in a mm-hmm. spouse will, I think it just, it's helping me, you know, just in, in my current situation, because I know what I want. I know what it is that I need um, as a woman to be successful, you know, in a relationship to, and even to be able to like give my all, you know? So definitely friendship, companionship, the ability to be able to, cause I felt in my first marriage, like he wanted to make all the rules. He wanted me to do what he wanted me to do. Um, mm-hmm. I found myself falling into, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have time to get to figure out who I, I was. So being in a relationship where you all can grow together, but you also have your hobbies or the things that you like to do outside of that relationship, I think that that really helps. You have to still yeah. be able to grow as an individual, even being with someone else. So someone that understands that definitely. I can I I could see myself being in a healthy relationship slash marriage with them. And I know it's possible. Like yeah. Some people say, oh, that don't really, you know, that does that's not real. And it it absolutely is real. That that friendship in your relationship and in your marriage is definitely real. And for people that I know that have that, they are the longest, you know, um, they do have some of the long the marriages not saying that they haven't been through anything but when you genuinely have a friendship I feel like it's easier to get through you know get through things because the reality of it is is that we do hold our friends in a you know higher regard you know in life period so I like the way that you've explained this because people have told us oh like when you look for a partner they should be your best friend it's like well, what does that mean like what does that truly mean but i like the way how you're kind of describing what that means or what that would look mm-hmm. like for you when you well before you got into the relationship situationship that you are in now how long um did you take before you started dating again after you got divorced um I'm not gonna lie I was already dating before the divorce was over before we got there because I was like all right <laughs> checked out that's fine um so I was already like dating but I would never get serious um mm-hmm. because I was being picky as to you know what it was that I 
that I wanted. And when I would get in something and the first like red flag, I was, you know, I would be out the door. Um, men be, men can become very possessive. And that was like a deal breaker for me. Um, I only really, I can say I dated two people, like really dated. I mean, like, okay, we're like seeing each other on a regular basis and, you know, things like that in between my marriage and this relationship. Um, mm-hmm. but it was a roller coaster ride because I could find I could see myself making those same mistakes that I made with my ex, and then I would like snap out of it. And then it would make me kind of push myself away from that person. And at first it was hard for me to explain what I was feeling and what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um but like once I kind of it's it, it did take a little minute to just like find my voice and like just I just reinforced myself and told myself constantly like get what you want get what you want you know what it is that you want don't settle and once I told myself like we're not settling don't settle you know because I felt like I did that the first time um it made it made dating much easier like I just like if I'm really gonna be with somebody like and we're gonna get married and we're gonna live a happy life like it has to be what I want and I'm, I'm yeah <laughs> it has to be what I want and I mean we're gonna we're gonna always um there's always gonna be some give and take and some compromise in a relationship for sure um, but certain things are just a no a yeah. no go yeah. I mean, and that's a lesson that you learned from being married. So it's not like it came out of nowhere. Right. Right. How did you meet um, the other people? Did you do online dating or was it you kind of knew them organically? Um, The first person I met at like a, a battle of the sexes game night type of thing. Okay. And it was a... <laughs> The organic chem- chemistry it was just like I don't know like um we just hit it off like talking um it's so funny though because the fact that he talked too much was kind of like the thing that was like all right I can't really do this anymore <laughs> you know what you're it's a rebound you're allowed to be extra picky in the very initial really, yeah no but he was a really really nice guy but he was cheap and he talked too much and i was like i can't do these things they i don't want them and i like them but it was like no you can't be cheap and (laughs) (laughs) this is fine truly there is no judgment on our side it's just funny (laughs) i'm laughing because he probably talked too much to try to cover that he was cheap (laughs) maybe um and he was a teacher so i get it you know oh but yeah it was, it was it was too much like he was one of the people that would talk through a movie like no bro come on now so <laughs> I, I got out of that one and then the second one was organic we we met like just out and about i think i was running errands which i was surprised at that because it's been so long since like someone has you know people don't really yeah. say hello out in the street you know you they don't, don't they really just you know, so yeah, that that was that's and then the person that I'm dating now, we actually went to high school together and just kind of 
started DM each other and kind of rekindled. Well, not rekindled because we we always say rekindled, but we didn't rekindle because we didn't even talk to each other. But we maybe more reconnects because we knew him before. I knew him, but we weren't friends. But we came good friends. We found out we had a lot in common. That's nice. Who yeah. slid into the DMs first? Um, he slid into the DMs first, but I was like pulling him in with my magic, my energy. So he was on the radar. <laughs> he was definitely on the radar. He was definitely. <laughs> I seen him and I was like, oh, he still looks good. And then I like scrolled and scrolled and I see that he wasn't married and he didn't have any kids. And I was like, uh oh, hold on, let me see something. And um. I don't know. I was like, really, I was talking to my best friend about him like a few times. And then I was outside working out one day and he slid into my DMs and we talked, we've probably talked almost every day since that day. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. Impressive. Manifestation (laughs) at its finest. Truly. I low-key have a deep fear that my person um, went to my high school because <laughs> they say usually it's either like high school, college, or like somewhere not too far from you know from you. So funny enough, I feel like college would make more sense to me because I didn't know as many people. So there's like more of an orbit that we could have just been just missing each other. High school, I felt like I knew everybody in my class and like half of the class behind me and like a quarter of the class ahead of me. So if I knew them there, I'm just kind of like. You must have changed. We both must have changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was, too opposed to it. It was, although it's very, it's it's really interesting to see. And even like when we first started, you know, going out with each other, like I think we both kind of, we would just like always just look at each other and giggle because it's like, how did we get here 20 years later? That's crazy. Life, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Some journeys, cool circle. Yes, indeed. Love those. Yes, indeed. So, what type of dates do you like going on? Um, I'm very much a well. I'm a foodie, so food has to be involved some way. Some <laughs> way. Um, but I do enjoy like fun. I'm I'm adventurous. Um, so I like to do um fun things like golf like the miniature golf top golf um i like to do sentimental things as well like one of the things i want to do now i want to go to like an escape room i haven't been to one so i like to do stuff like that we can like talk a little bit but not like we got full-fledged conversation i don't mind getting active at all um Mm -hmm. If we want to go on a nice little weekend getaway, I, I'm, I'm I love to travel, so I've definitely um, I like day dates, like going to another city or you know another state or whatever. Um, just anything to just keep us like going, you know, just keep us having fun. I like to be kid like too, so like arcades yeah. and things like that. Um, uh, one of me and me and my boo, we we like to nap. Cause I work night shift, and like he he works a lot, just up and down the road. So mm-hmm. nap 
are a new thing for me and I love them. <laughs> That's so cute. Like, oh, yeah. I love it. Come on, lay down. <laughs> but yeah, I have fun. I really do. I really enjoy having fun. I'm not just like a, oh, we just went out to eat. No, like, I speak mm-hmm. creative. Yeah. So, with all of those that you like to do, I'm going to ask you, what's the worst date that you can remember going on? The worst date? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I need that one. Oh, um, I went on a date with this guy that um, a friend of my best friend, well, one of her, her boyfriend or whatever at the time, with his friend. And we went mm-hmm. out to eat and he was already like he was an oddball already, the guy. And yeah. I I realized that. But he came to the date and we was talking and you know, just having a good time. We out to eat. Y'all, I kept looking at his mouth, like, what's going on? He had them little cat flipper things on his teeth, but that's like the the teeth like all together. Y'all know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like he's doing a commercial. Like uh, like dentures, but like just the like you, not quite dentures, but like you put them on top of your teeth to make your yeah. teeth look better. Yeah, but they were like all like, together. There was no separation or anything like ooh. that. So I was standing there the whole time, and I was like, "Okay, what uh, what is this?" I like I thought he had like a mouth guard or something or retainer or something. Mm. And I was like, "What is going on?" So then we sitting there and. We talking and the fool come and he ordered a steak. So I'm like, I know he's not about to try to eat a steak with these things in his mouth. So I'm watching him and I'm texting my best friend. I'm like, bruh, what? This man has like <laughs> something in his mouth. And sure enough, like he just, like he tried to be slick about it, but he like took him out and then proceeded to eat his food. But while I'm talking to him, like now I can see your little chiclet teeth. So like, Ooh. I was so confused. I really <laughs> confused and I told her and I'm like why would y'all send me out on a date with this guy and his friend was like man I told him not to wear them things on his teeth so then I just was like am I desperate like dude I look like <laughs> why would y'all send me out on a date with this man with these things in his mouth I know so, you call them I'm- chiclet teeth but were they bad teeth his they like real like- teeth they had a lot of spaces. Okay. Not that you're going to come out the house with these teeth in your mouth. The, so we're going to eat. I was so I was really really turned off, and I really that's when I was like, okay, like I'm not desperate. So I I, I after that I just was like, no, not doing this. I think they I think I think it's just time to just hang it up and just wait. So. <laughs> That was the worst one because it just was weird because I, I really like people up before I like, go and do stuff. And I was yeah. trying to be open and, you know, link up with someone like we had seen each other before, but not maybe enough to like, you know, I did see his mouth because that's one of the first things. So that's why mm-hmm. I knew that's why I was saying like, is it a mouth guard? Is it like a retainer? And I'm like, I've seen, I've seen your teeth. Why would you do that? So it was weird. It was very weird for me. Oh, never, guys. never called them ever again. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> why? Why would you at that point? Like, 
Yeah, no, I felt. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, there's a lot of ways you could have faked that. You could have gotten a soup. You can got something soft that doesn't require a lot of chewing. And so while it's not advised to eat with it in your mouth, you could probably get away with it. But like, taking your mouth out at the table, ew. Disgusting. I mean, well, I know people had to take that Invisalign out, but sir, this wasn't Invisalign. I would have preferred you just had to have. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know. Hey, even with the best line, this is the night you skip. <laughs> not on a date. Not on a first date. I'm sorry. Do not remove anything from your mouth on a first date. Date number not two inter- would have been acceptable for you. None of the A couple hours without your Invisalign, I think it's fine. <laughs> So it was weird. I I don't know. That's the worst. I don't I don't know any any. That's like all I could pop in my head because I can't believe somebody did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shocked and odd myself. <laughs> Looking at where you are now, what would you go back and tell your nineteen year old self? Oh my, um, that I can wait to not rush life, um, that I, I wish that I would, um, you know, had the opportunity, the opportunity to learn like boundaries, um, yeah, just overall, like, life, like, enjoy life, yeah, like, everything else would have you know can can wait everything else would have just came I think I was just living so fast um that I thought that this was what I needed to be doing and I should have just followed I felt like I should have just followed the plan that I kind of already had set for myself so definitely believe in myself and just wait just not rush life that's what I tell my daughter now at 19. Like life is it's gonna happen, you know. It's you don't have to rush through it because it goes so fast on its own, you know. And um I really wish that I mean I really I know that I would have reduced my amounts of, you know, shoulda coulda's. So, you know, yeah, just wait. Don't rush it. I feel that. I like that. <laughs> Life will, life will happen the way that it's supposed to happen for you, in all honesty. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you are so funny at the time. <laughs> We're sitting here, I'm like, I've got a great story from you. I, You've been very open, so I'm like, I want more questions, but I don't have any more questions. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm just like, did I miss anything? (laughs) Zoe. Something else? Like what? I think you did. You guys like really hit all of your like like your target questions. I literally like went through and just was looking like, I want to make sure, you know, I answer everything. I just like listening to you talk and tell your stories. I mean, for real. Like I'm captivated. So that's why I'm sitting here trying to figure out like, (laughs) is there anything? You're a really good storyteller if no one's ever told you. Really? Yeah, because we're sitting here just like, girl, four rings and (laughs) and eight rings. I want to know all of them. Um, Here we go. I have a question. Okay. 
So I know you gave that would technically be advice for your 19 year old self. What advice would you have for those that are engaged mm-hmm. or currently married? Um, engaged, I would say, um, therapy, like together, even if you're not going through anything where you feel is, you know, detrimental to you guys, but just really having, um, been, because everybody goes through things, right? So having someone that's, um, unbiased that you can talk to about, just the little things in your relationship because I feel like little things turn into big things. So keeping that line of communication and understanding open, um, being honest, like be honest with yourself. Anything that's in that's in your relationship that you really feel like you can't deal with. And I know people like, but love conquers all. Love doesn't always conquer everything. Sometimes you really just need to step away from that. So just be honest and be true with yourself prior to making such a, you know, a a large and um, a large commitment like that. And for people who are married or, you know, just getting married, I would say back to um, back to being able to grow independently and having that communication and that bond to be able to grow together i think that's one of the most important things and really establishing um a great friendship like in that rule about don't go to bed mad that is absolutely 100 percent a major thing like get it off your chest really be able to like you have to talk it out it's no need to if it's not going to matter Someone told me five minutes. If is it gonna matter in five minutes? Is it gonna matter matter in five hours? Is it gonna matter in five years? You know, like you have to look at things, and if it's something that you can't live with, then you need to really sit down and talk about it. So, communication, man, is is really, really, really big. And when someone oversteps your boundaries. Um, be honest about it, you know, because I feel like in my marriage, I really did. Um, I, I kind of, I, I did. I, I allowed, for the sake of not being a nagger or a picker, I allowed my husband, my ex-husband to walk over top of me. But again, I was mm. so young that I didn't <clears throat> realize that that's really what was going on, you know. So really protecting, you know, your boundaries. So that's my advice. Hope it helps somebody. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Well, Dominique, first of all, we want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come and talk to us and just being so open and honest with us about all that you've been through. But before we let you go, we do have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is, is marriage worth it? Absolutely. Marriage is definitely worth it. 100%. We all need companionship and partnership. And I think that it makes life so much more beautiful when you really have the person that you can do life with. So yes, it is. All righty. There you have it. It is a yes, absolutely from Dominique. I know earlier in the podcast, you mentioned your Twitter. If you want to go ahead and add your handles again, go for it. 
So, Miss Prototype, at Miss Prototype, M-S-P-R-T-O-T-Y-P-3. So my birthday is 3-3. Um, and also check out at Two True Fish, the podcast with me and my um, best friend at Miss Mikey B. And thank you, ladies, for having me on your, on your show. I really appreciate it. This was really fun. Thank you for joining us.